Welcome to another Beans and Rice bonus episode. Blah, blah, blah. This is the second week of Freaky Friday, oh, where yeah. we will be bringing to you... <laughs> yeah, dude. We haunted then a moth out here, bro. We will be bringing to you every week a, a review of a spooky so movie. Mm-hmm. And this week, it is Sleepy Hollow. I don't know if it was because I was tired or the movie sucked. I fell asleep several what? times during the viewing of oh, this movie. Oh, snap. Okay. So give, me got, your, give me your time that you were watching it, though. I've got the beginning and the end. Okay. All right. All right. And I got some stuff in the middle. Um, All right. So I took like four pages of notes. Well, good. You could fill in the blanks. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. you, bro. Uh, so each week, we're going we're gonna to take a movie. We're going we're gonna to kind of go through the whole synopsis. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to rate the movie at the end, you know. Zero to to uh, ten pumpkins. Right. Okay. Right. Right. This is yeah, a, this yeah. is a Tim Burton joint. <laughs> Tim Burton. Yeah. Has the whole aesthetic. Feels like it. One hundred percent. Right. So off the I'm bat. just gonna kind of give what I saw of the movie. Okay. okay. And then you could just fill in the blanks. Sure. 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 Uh, sure. So the movie starts off. Uh, you know, dude, how does the fucking movie start off? Come on. Do you want me to take the reins? I can. You You should take the reins, but yeah. this is what I got. Johnny Depp. Seventeen ninety nine, New York. Right on. He's a constable or some sort of fucking yep. yeah. uh, forensic scientist. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, there's a series of beheadings going on in Sleepy Hollow, so he gets sent to go deal with that. Yeah. A little ginger boy gets fucking kidnapped halfway through the movie or killed or something. <laughs> well, well, and then the movie ends uh, with him and some adopted son. Let me. Uh, You're gonna I- have ignore to- ignore everything he just said. Yeah. So we actually <laughs> open. With uh, Van Tassel, the the oldest like elder of Sleepy Hollow, right, and and he's on a stagecoach because he is trying to move expeditiously. He's trying to get this letter to whoever it needs to get to to make it like official. And this is the, the emergency, yeah, the notary probably, mm-hmm. uh, who is later in the movie. Yep, and he does not make it there because the headless horseman uh finds him the headless horseman is the the villain of this movie he's like a german mercenary from like a century ago or whatever the fuck he was a master warrior just a a swordsman just very proficient with all blades like he's really i didn't even really catch that like that he was like a german soldier i just knew that he was some sort of savage well he was basically a mercenary hired by uh england to to like go to the United States and get these colonizers in check, like basically like a like special ops kind of, just like eighteenth century special ops, played like, by Christopher Walken, played by Christopher, Christopher Walken? Walken. This yeah. this movie's pretty stacked with its cast, dude. The, yeah, the cast no. is pretty fire. Let's yeah. Not, yeah, let's just go over the movie real quick. Sleepy Hollow, rated R, nineteen ninety nine joint, directed by Tim Burton, starring Johnny Depp, Christina Ricci's in there acting a fool. You got Aldous Dumbledore. Or whatever the fuck his actual name is. You got fucking Harry Potter's uncle. Yep. Harry Potter's uncle? Yeah, yeah, dude. yeah the big chubby dude. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I liked him a lot. Yep. Phillips. Harry Phillips. Potter's yeah. uncle is up in the joint, mm-hmm. you know. There's uncle a lot Dash. of good people. Fucking Count Dooku? Christopher Plummer. Duke. Yeah. Count Dooku. You're right. Yeah. Christopher yeah. Plummer is the guy who gets his head lopped off in the very beginning. He's Van Tassel. Christopher Plummer. He's Christopher like- Lee. That's Count Dooku. Yeah, Danny Elfman on the track. I know that's Danny your boy. Elfman on the track, dude. He is my dude. He is my boy. So anyway, we got we got a great cast. I normally say fuck Tim Burton. Tim Burton's normally not my jam, but he knocked it out of the fucking park with this. I movie. liked it. I liked it. A lot. I love this movie. Um, and I it's it's I'm really happy that we're watching these because kind of like Hocus Pocus, I get to go rewatch it and really pay attention. And I I enjoy this movie again. 
like the most I've ever enjoyed Sleepy Hollow before. I haven't seen this movie in probably like 12 or 15 years. It's been a while. And as I'm watching it last night, I'm like, dude, this motherfucker goes off, yeah, man. I like the horseman is a bad motherfucker. But yeah. okay. So we open with uh, Elder Van Tassel, the patriarch of his family, one of the elders of the whole town. Um, probably of the four elders originated that like started Sleepy Hollow or something like that. Uh, and he has his last will and testament. He gets killed. Wait, and hold then, on though. What's up? Doesn't the state? Is it a stagecoach? Is that the dude who does the who carriage? Yeah, yeah. He gets beheaded first. Yeah, yeah. And then old boy pulls a wand and jumps out, <laughs> jumps out the carriage, dude. <laughs> yeah, he he pulls out of the moving vehicle and he just hops out. I don't know if Nick knows that story, but um, yeah, he pulls a he pulls a me. And just jumps out of a moving vehicle to save his own life. And then he has this, like, corn maze, like, sort of thing going on. And then eventually he makes a wrong turn too many times. And then, boom, boom, just gets his shit lopped off. That's how the movie opens. That's, like, sets the tone for this movie. And uh, then then we go to New York, real New York, because this all takes place in New York. But Sleepy Hollow is two days journey upstate New York away from actual New York City. Where Johnny Depp, who plays Ichabod Crane, resides and works. And Ichabod Crane is a constable, yep. detective, like basically forensic scientist. Like he's basically like CSI Sleepy Hollow. Like he that's what's going in on. Science. Yeah, he believes in science and reasoning, and yeah, we later find out why. That's yep, a, yeah. that's a that's a Nacho Libre uh, reference. Just in case you didn't catch that, <laughs> another <laughs> incredible movie that <laughs> absolutely uh, sure. just doesn't respect. But yeah, it just it didn't it, it missed fine. me with that shit. We'll that's talk fine. About we'll talk about that. Yeah, not yeah. A, we'll just, get into that one one other day. It's just not an intellectual. But that's so fine. Uh, <laughs> so basically, enter Ichabod Crane. We see that he's kind of like a, a rebellious, you know, reason guy. He's all about science, science and experimentation. Yeah. Engineering. And engineering. A yeah, he makes skittish. like cool toys. Yeah, a little skittish. A little skittish yeah. for his line of work. Yeah, right, absolutely. right. Not really built for it, you know, doesn't one have might the stomach. say. He has the mind. He doesn't have the yeah. stomach. You're right. Yeah. So basically we find out that Ichabod is, ba- is, is pretty much a thorn in the side of like the authorities in New York. And they're like, hey, bro, you know what? There's a shit going down in Sleepy Hollow. Like four people are dead. Take your experimentation and get the fuck out of here. Some hot fuzz shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get to go over there. And basically, they just put Ichabod in the corner as far as yeah. they're, they're concerned. They're like, get this guy the fuck out of our hair. Uh, by the way, what am I, there's, there's little things in this movie that just make me gut bust laugh. And there was one where he's, he's talking to the guy about like, he finds the body in the river, right? That's yeah. how we learn of Ichabod Crane. There's the dude that floats up on the pier and shit. And he's like, we must study it or whatever. Like, there was basically an autopsy. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, unheard of then. And, uh, and you know, he's, like, asking to get the body. And, and simultaneously, there's, like, the, the goons bring in a, a thief. And they're like, what did he do? Like, he, he was like, he's arrested for thievery. And then they just throw him down a pit. Like, oh, yeah, that's he's right. Like, yeah. Oh, boom. And, like, he just... I, I like shut how, a big iron gate. And nobody takes Ichabod like serious at all. They're just like no. they're, he's like, we're just trying to find out his cause of death. He was like, he was in a river, he drowned, he's dead. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, yeah like, I, that was nice. Usually when someone is found in a river, the cause of death is drowning. Drowning, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> they're just like, is. hey bro, it ain't that serious. This dude's dead. Whatever. Right, exactly. Um, cares. Okay. So we go to sleepy hollow now he's on this long journey and let me just say the aesthetic of this movie it, it's just it's beautiful to me it's like, like very it high contrast a lot of black and white like oh shit but uh yeah just like the contrast you got like everybody's pale 
as shit, dude. Everyone's pale as fuck. It's very, very dark, though. Like, you got, like, even Ichabod himself aesthetically is a tone. Like, it's, it's like, he's very pale, black hair, black clothes, a little white, like, ascot thing he's got Mm. going on. Tim Burton loves that shit. Oh, yeah. And he's got a total boner for Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think he's got a contract. Uh, Bro, I'm surprised Helena Bonham Carter is not in this movie. Fucking uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Sleepy Uh Hollow. Yeah. Uh, Sweeney Todd? Is Sweeney Todd him? Sweeney Todd is him. It is? Okay. Alice Through the Looking Glass? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, both of those. He's the Mad Hatter. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Um, So, yeah, they they pair well. And like I said, for the most part, all of those movies are a little bleh to me. Like, it's just not really my vibe. But Sleepy Hollow... Didn't didn't go to the weird extremes that some of his other movies do. This movie was actually pretty practical as far as like the effects and like it wasn't yeah. really bright and colorful and shit. I just, I just thought it was great. So uh, so he's there now, and the four people are murdered. Ichabod gets to Sleepy Hollow. He he's like meeting all the people, and he's like, "What fresh hell is this?" You know, he's like, "I'm from the city. This is like some fucking farm town." He's mm. meeting up with Dumbledore. <clears throat> Yeah, like he's Harry Potter's uncle. Right. Ferris Bueller's principal's there. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you find that there's like these four dudes that basically run the town. You got the, the notary, the reverend, you got the yeah. magistrate, and, and then the you notary. got like whoever Van uh Tussle. Van Van Tussle is, yeah. Van Tassel or whatever. The next living kin to Van Tussle. There's a Van Garrison and the Van Tassel. We'll get into the whole family thing yeah. in a little bit. So he's uh learning of the deaths, he's learning of the legend. He doesn't really believe it. He's a skeptical dude, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's he's like, yo, this this fucking legend shit. Like I'm all about science and reason. Yeah. Point me to the crime scene. I'll figure it the fuck out. I believe he he learns of the four people who are dead. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. There's there's a character, Masbeth, uh, John Masbeth, who is uh basically like a, a servant or helper of some of these people who are mm-hmm. higher up. And this night that Ichabod arrives to Sleepy Hollow. John Masbeth is basically a scout. He's like in this sort of like crow's nest thing. There's all these spikes around it because everyone's on edge because the headless horseman has just been murking people left and right. On the loose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he is up there standing guard. Fog rolls in. Cut to you eventually get John Masbeth running in the woods for some reason. Why would he run in the woods and not back to town? Doesn't make any sense. None whatsoever. But the horseman, you just hear like the thunderous gallop chasing him. The no head. The effects were great, dude. The, the horseman looked fucking cool as no, shit. No, that was a bad motherfucker. And, you know, John John gets killed. Cut to, there's a funeral, there's all that. And then uh, Magistrate oh, Phillips. Yeah, go ahead. Fucking Johnny Depp, his character, Ichabod, he's got his, like, his briefcase for when he's doing his forensic shit. It's yeah. Got, it's like this fucking apothecary that like comes out <laughs> with all these tinctures yeah that was pretty cool that was pretty tight yeah all the little tools he has yeah i did skip over one so there was so the next morning actually that's when he pulls out his bag right like he they they come across john's body and they're like yo we don't have the heads for any of these homicides basically all the heads are getting taken by the headless horseman and he's like why'd you move the body you never move the body and then he puts on this like really cool steampunk goggle yeah. set that has like a fucking periscope and looking shit. Like, looking like a musty anime kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He looks like a musty anime kid at Ren Fair, for sure. Absolutely. He Where's has like hug? sulfur. Where's my head my hug head ass? <laughs> oh my <laughs> yeah, god. Yeah. Um, so he he basically shows all these simpleton townsfolk. He's like, I'm gonna use science to solve this fucking crime. And they're like, Alright, I guess. And he's he discovers that 
the neck wounds of all of these people who were decapitated. The wounds are cauterized immediately, meaning that like the blade had to have been sharp. And the one guy goes from Satan's hellfire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something, yeah. something like that. Like it's it's like oh dude, this is like kind of cool. He's he's pointing out something real and biological, and they're pointing yeah. out something like a little crazy. Or right. or Count Dooku with the lightsaber was coming through. Count Dooku is just running shit in in fucking. I'm saying, bro. In, yeah, New England, United States. Lightsabers cauterized the wound immediately. Mm-hmm. You know. So okay, so John Masbeth gets murked. They investigate his body. Johnny Depp has some really physical, uh, physically comical scenes where he's like galloping around and he's like the horse was this and then turned around and all that kind of shit. I felt that that was enjoyable. Yeah. And then at the funeral. Uh, young Masbeth is like, hey, man, my dad is dead. My mom's dead. I have literally nobody else. Can I come kick it with you? And Johnny Depp is like, hey, man, I can't be watching kids. And then Magistrate Phillips, who ends up being a real one, uh, the, the big fat guy, yep. ends up being a real one. He's like, hey, dude, like this guy has nothing, you know, help him out or whatever. And then he tells him that possibly one of the widows who was killed, the female that was killed, possibly was with child. He says it, like, in a very cryptic way. It's like, there's five of them. Yeah, five out of four, or something yeah. weird like that. And then uh, Ichabod is basically like, young Masbeth, meet me in the morning. You're my dude now. Dude, that's his ward now. Yeah, it's yeah. his ward, basically. Exactly. It's young exactly. ward, bro. And, you know, it's kind of funny, though. Later that day, they, they dig up everybody after Phillips gives him that information about the five of four. They dig up every single body. Instead of Phillips just being like, hey, this is what it is, like, for sure, he's like, <laughs> he sends him a very cryptic message of, there might be another. So Ichabod gets all these dudes to <laughs> unbury, dig oh up all God, these fucking yeah. bodies, and then he brings them in and observes them one by one or whatever the fuck. And then he finds in a very disgusting procedure that the woman was with child. Uh, yeah, mind you, C-sections, those weren't a thing yet. This wasn't a clean procedure. No, yeah. On a cadaver. No. Yeah, just... This dude is just there with, like, scalpels, and he's a bit of an engineer. He just makes comes cool out tools. bloody as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't even, This thing has no pulse, and all the blood is probably, one, pulled out of the body already, uh-huh. and two, like, there's no pumping heart to, mm-hmm. to send fucking blood squirt and everywhere and it certainly wouldn't be a red it wouldn't no. be red anymore no, it'd no, be it like be a, a dark, dark yeah very like, dark maroon if you will yeah there's there's a moment where like he's like cutting in initially and it just goes just, boom, right, just right in his, his fucking eye. Eye. He's like, yeah it's just like <gasps> oh fuck the blood great. in this movie is almost like orange yeah it's weird yeah. It's the like blood looks orange. like acrylic paint yeah like they didn't yeah. even really try with the blood i'll be honest on that one yeah so he discovers that she was with child. It turns out there's actually five people dead. So at this point, you have five people dead. You have Ichabod, who's a bit of a skeptic. You have all these guys who are looking at him like, what the fuck does this guy know? He doesn't even believe our urban legend that's that's live and, and like happening right now. Like People are getting murked. They're on edge because a horseman is running around their town killing people. And there's also, what we later find out, a conspiracy afoot that mm-hmm. involves all of them in some way. Yeah. Cut to magistrate phillips is basically assisting ichabod on like a a scout mission to go find more or something going on in the woods and then magistrate phillips gets killed right in front of johnny depp oh i'm sorry i should say we totally skipped over katrina christina ricci how dude yeah christina ricci's titties in this movie <laughs> are pretty much on 10 the whole time yeah uh those th- those titties go crazy dude just titties in your face pale as shit like the moonlight man it was, it was pretty nice 
Titties the, going crazy. Titties on 10. Eyebrows, not so much. Eyebrows, eyebrows not so much. Eyebrows, not on 10. Right. They're like blonde. You can barely see them. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, she kind of uh, looked weird because of that. She almost looked too ghosty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If, if they had darkened those eyebrows. Mm-hmm. I, Dude, if she was a brunette in this movie, she would have fucking went off. But they yeah. made her blonde for blonde? some reason. Blonde? That was yeah. weird. Also... Not a good why, choice, Mr. Why they, Burton. Uh-oh. Why didn't they give her like a fucking speech coach? Like her like Victorian speech yeah. was like almost there. I got to say almost everyone in their acting performance knocked it out of the fucking park except Christina Ricci. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When she 100%. spoke, I honestly didn't care. No. And that's not a sexist thing because there's a woman later in the movie that's like, right. oh, I'm listening to everything you're saying. Yeah. like, But so- I think that we can all agree that Christina Ricci can catch the D in this movie. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think we all can agree with that. Yes. Thank you for pointing that yeah, out. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Mark. I, I almost didn't mention it. Just, I just wanted us all to come together <laughs> yeah. and just like, just have that. If there's one thing we can all agree on, we would fuck Christina Ricci in this movie. There it is. Right on. Yeah. And who knows? She could be 16 or she could be 25 okay. in the movie. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> It's a Victorian era, bro. No one, there's no rules. Yeah. Okay, so uh, he meets her. She's kind of like the love interest, but she has a boyfriend named Brom. And Brom is already catching that Ichabod and her might smash. Like, might could smash. If Brom weren't in the picture, they probably would. And he can feel that. He's getting all upset. Yeah. And Brom's like a 1799 fuckboy. Yeah yeah, 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 but he's actually he actually kind he kind of ends up being kind of a G. Like Brom Brom's a real one too, believe yeah. it or not. They paint him as sort of like this weird guy who's like a bully, but my father owns the granary. Looking yeah, ass yeah, boy, yeah, get the yeah, fuck exactly. out of here. Yeah. Right. We've, we've provided grain for centuries to yeah. the grid. All this kind Our of family lineage can be marked from the Mayflower, <laughs> head ass. Get the fuck but, out of here. But okay, so as a prank, and knowing that Ichabod is a bit of a skeptic. Before this whole shit with Phillips goes down, that actually makes Ichabod a believer, there's a scene that I totally forgot to mention. Uh. Where Brom, Brom and the homies get together, and they get on a couple of horses, and they basically chase Ichabod into the woods. And they kind of have like this like prosthetic thing over Brom, where oh, he does yeah. look headless, and he chases him, and he whips a pumpkin at his head. That See, it's cold. around this point that I, I probably, I, felt, I started to fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, dude, if you're watching that movie at night, I I tried to watch it last night and like I was falling asleep. Yeah. It's just a dark movie, and I don't mean like dark as in like theme. I mean just like just as, it's it's the a dark tone. movie. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like it's never a bright day out in fucking Sleepy Hollow. No. Um. So yeah, so Brom chases him out. He has the pumpkin on a sword and launches it, just like yeets it right at Ichabod's head, hits him in the face, and he passes out. Then Brom rides away, and then you see that it was Brom the whole time. He, like, pulls this cloak off of his face, and it's like, oh, how silly was that? That was some whole-ass shit. Yeah, <laughs> and Ichabod can hear the friends laughing, so he has even more of a reason to not believe that the horseman is real. Right, yeah, He knows yeah. immediately that it was a prank he's and like, that he got the shit scared out of him. Yeah. yeah, he's like, it was this dude the whole time. Fuck right. these people. Um, and then the whole thing with Phillips happens. He lops his head off right in front of him. Phillips' head rolls into his crotch, and he's like, oh, shit, this is real. And then the horseman runs up, skewers his head, and rides off into the dark. That shit was cold. That was that was that. a dope scene. That dude. was fucking. That tight. was cool. I was like, you just hear the thunderclap of his gallop, dude. He's just like, right. And then just impales the yeah. fucking head just with precision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, yoink! That's mine. Gotta go. That's me. Another another fucking in the bag, bro. Yeah. Cut to uh, we have what is his name? Van Tassel played uh by Dumbledore. I know it's not really Dumbledore, but we'll refer to him from now on as Dumbledore. Sure. Dumbledore 
goes into his quarters and Ichabod is tripping because he has never seen no type of shit like that before. Mm. He thought he was right the whole time and he's like, it was a horseman. He was dead. Headless. And, Headless. And, 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 and fucking Dumbledore has one of the funniest lines of the movie to me. He's like, yes, we've told you. Everyone in the town has told you. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, bro, we've been trying to tell you this the whole fucking time and you're bro, not listening right. to Just us. Just because we're not from fucking New York doesn't mean our eyes don't work. <laughs> fucking dick. Are you fucking dumb? It was so, I had to rewind that shit and play it back so many times. He's like, yes, we've told you. Everyone in the town has told you. Like, really? Like, dude. like, almost at this point, they're a little callous to yeah, it. Yeah. And they're like, dog, that's what we're saying. That's why you're here. Yeah, they're like, he even said that. He's like, yes, that's why you're here. Yeah. That's what we told you. It was so funny, fuck? dude. He's like, yeah, hey, our family and friends are getting murked. Now you believe it? Like, now you've seen yeah. it happen in front Put of you. Put the apothecary kid away. Start <laughs> yeah. looking for fucking real clues. Right. Okay, so I have my notes down here. It says, Ichabod is now a believer. Scared as fuck. Yes, I told you. Everyone told you. Okay. Then we get a little bit of a flashback because he passes out because he's just overwhelmed. And then we learn that uh, in this flashback dream that Ichabod is having and that his mom kind of dabbles in a little bit of witchcraft herself. Yeah. She's kind of fucking around with like, you know, nature and stuff. And then we see like uh, some dude figure in her life is disapproving. Later, we find out that that is Ichabod's father. Then oh, he wakes was up. That? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, and then we w- then he wakes up. He has some speech the next day to kind of like round up the townsfolk. Like, mm. hey, yo, guys, I'm a believer now. My bad. It, it's been. It's- <laughs> I guess you guys aren't all stupid. Uh, this shit's real as fuck, and I'm about to go home. <laughs> I, I, I seen it. I seen it. <laughs> I seen it. Rip a man's jawbone off. I seen it. <laughs> yeah. So so you got Mazbeth. Who's the little kid who's like, hey, bro, I'm ride or die. Like, I'm here for it. And every other male in the town basically cower. They're like, you know, we're kind of not riding with you, bro. Like, if you need to go solve this mystery, you can go do it. Right. So it's just Ichabod and Masbeth. And they, they go into the forest and they just happen upon a witch. And there's like this little witch nook. And that they walk in was, there. That was cold. That was pretty cool. That so, was fucking tight. So they go in and she tells the little kid to leave she's like no matter what you hear don't fucking come in here because we're about to go through it right now fucking see it yeah yeah and uh i think i think she shows him a little bit of his past like opened up a little bit more of his and then she kind of falls into like this like dude see i kept i kept falling asleep in like 10 minute increments yeah so i missed a lot of the exposition of some of these scenes but it sounds pretty tight dude Dude, this movie is fucking dope dope, man i'm telling you i tell you like rewatch it during the day when you got some time and i I think you'll be singing a different tune about the movie when you're done because i i I almost wanted to dislike it i'm like tim burton fuck him but no seriously this movie's the shit dude i'm telling you that witch (laughs) yeah she had like a this vape it would look like it was an old wedding dress from the 1700s yeah that she had just been wearing since the day homeboy got cold feet and walked off on her yeah i saw i saw this scene Mm -hmm. i just didn't know the context i just didn't didn't know the context i I had fallen asleep for a few minutes was like and you find that she's like chained to the walls she chains herself oh she chains herself yeah she she basically was going to conjure that's right the, uh the fucking headless horseman and she's like yo before i put you on game yeah <laughs> let me show you K-kink. what's up kink like, little kid get the fuck out of here yeah literally she's like this y'all want to see satan suck these titties <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, Kabat, it's about to get real in here. You ain't never seen no shit like this before. Yeah, bro, fucking, when she cuts the fucking bat's neck, yeah. I was like, Jesus fucking It, like, squeezes Christ. it like a lime into the fucking... Yeah. Dude, like she's making guac or some shit. Like she was a mixologist yeah. and a fucking gastro Muddling the fuck like, out of it. No, anyway, no, so Nazbeth, your mom has some problems. Nazbeth yeah. left so quick, like Juan leaves his friends to get pieced <laughs> up at the bars, bro. He's just like, you know what? I'm just going to go home. Dude, there were a couple people who pulled wands in this movie. You know? <laughs> I think that's why I like it so much. Yeah. I got to I got to see myself in these characters. That's what know? it comes down to. All right, so uh, basically, she tells him like some prophecy, and then falls the fuck out for a moment, and then like the demon just takes over her body, and you see her face for the first time, and like the eyes and shit pop out. Yeah. That was a little corny. It was corny. Yeah, corny. yeah. And the it was tongue ninety nine. Give him a break. Yeah. And she's like, uh, she says some shit like. Where did she go? Uh, uh, follow the Indian trail to the Tree of the Dead and whatever the fuck. And, and yeah. that's basically uh, the horseman's resting place. The Tree of the Dead. That's where he's buried. And she tells him basically, what you're looking for, you'll find clues there. That's your next step. So he has another piece of the puzzle. He shows up. It's like a happy hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa, what the fuck is this? This is oh, kind of lit, shit. actually. Is that Sherry? <laughs> Dude, I just remembered that this motherfucker did that first remake of Planet of the Apes. That's right. Wasn't was Matt Damon? In no, it? that was Marky Mark, bro. Marky Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit sucks. Real, real miss, real miss. You know. Yeah, yeah. The the next three were dope. Mm-hmm. Had nothing to do with Tim Burton, but those movies no, were the yeah. shit, dude. Yeah, Dawn sure. and, and Rise and War. Yeah. Dude, a Planet of the Apes. All of Tim Burton's movies, even like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, have that this dark. Well, that's yeah. Like, that's his tone aesthetic. to it. Like yeah, something like the colors are all just. Very dramatic, mm. but almost gloomy. like muted. high contrast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, high he, contrast. He dark. loves uh, making all the characters in his movie look like they're very malnourished. Mm-hmm. That's like everybody's cheeks are always like really like fucking gaunt. Yeah, exactly. Gaunt, I think yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, my sister. One time, she ruined uh, Tim Burton for me. She was just like we were talking about Tim Burton, and I was like, dude, I kind of like, I kind of jam with like. That he has an aesthetic. Like, it's kind of like when you hear Santana, you're like, oh, shit, Santana on the mm-hmm. track? Okay. She was just like, yeah, too bad uh, he doesn't like putting black people in his movies because they don't <gasps> meet his aesthetic. And I was oh. like, damn. Bro, that's his thing. That's his thing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah, Tim Burton doesn't use black people. Tarantino says the N-word a bunch. Uh, himself. Yeah. He puts himself in the movie and yeah. goes, you know what? I'll say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll like, take the bullet here. What are you doing? That's kind of fun. I never, I never noticed that there's there's not one black person in this whole movie. Hey, man. Yeah, none. I'll be the, I'll be the fall guy for saying the N-word. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam Jackson, Jamie Foxx, I know you're in it too, but I'm going to say it He's at like, least yeah, once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what? Okay, okay, the okay. Movie so on, yeah. They find out that the, the Tree of the Dead is the horseman's resting place. So, Ichabod and Masbeth, and they have since discovered uh katrina Cat- christina ricci katrina she's like nobody in town was about to fuck with you um so i'm gonna ride with you so now they're like a little trio a little little trio going into these woods trying to solve the fucking problem and they're like where's the indian trail indian trail leads to the tree of the dead so katrina takes them to the tree of the dead keep in and- mind christina ricci's titties still on 10 <laughs> yeah they're still on 10 it's like very 
it's a very gloomy day, but for some reason her titties are glowing with the moonlight, kind of like snow so and like my sun. My chest, my chest gets real warm. Yeah, it's yeah, just, I, I, just I'm, I'm a top warm person, bottom <laughs> cold. You know, <laughs> yeah. I like to keep the titties out just to you know stay level and, and, and you know, uh, Ichabod and Masbeth, they're like, we're down, dude. Bro, like, I'm here for you're it. riding a horse. I, this shit. is best case scenario. Dude, yeah, Masbeth must have had a boner the entire time. the whole time. Literally. He probably had to take a couple breaks out into the woods, yeah, to, like crack one out. Yeah, like, he's a 12 year old kid. Pokey in my neck. Yeah, I think I'm being betwixt. <laughs> but so um, they they find the stash spot. They 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 notice that this tree of the dead is like bleeding. It's yeah. like actually bleeding, and he starts ripping bark away from no, it. I I when he touches it, yeah, and then he tastes. He's like, it's blood. I'm like, oh god, yeah, that's whose blood? Fucking nasty. Just you imagine just any <laughs> crime scene or just walking in like, dude, that's semen. Yeah, <laughs> that's diarrhea for sure. <laughs> Finish it off, dude. And I'm gonna make sure you just kind of. <laughs> oh he yeah, gives it a little gummy. Like... Oh yeah, dude. This mm. guy poor diet. Yeah, poor diet. Real, poor Real diet. salty. Yeah, um, but not, okay. I, not hydrated. Yeah, not by de- by any means. Poor dehydrated soul. Yeah. We're looking for a dehydrated man <laughs> <laughs> with poor like, diet. Just like, uh, did, did you uh, a photo? You hey. I, I don't have a photo. I have really salty cum. You, That's what I have. Are you writing this down? <laughs> Start asking prostitutes. Go out there and find somebody with some goddamn real bitter salty fucking. Salt. God yeah. damn it! Do I have to do this myself? By any means necessary. If I have to suck every cock in this town and find the goddamn culprit myself. So be it. I will. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'm that uh, committed. <laughs> All right. Dude, right when I was taking a drink of my my, my Chico, you said that. <laughs> that was good. I didn't mean I didn't mean for it to go down like that. Okay, so um, they find the stash bot. He's ripping bark apart, and then he's like, "Give me this motherfucking hatchet. Let me do the real thing." And he's chopping at like the base of the tree, Boom, and then it's just blood like, in his face. It just like it gets squirted with blood again. again. He just gets smashed. And he's like, so Ugh. pale, and the blood is so vivid. It just goes and it's just like he's like son of a bitch. I just yeah. he's like. It's it's like seventeen ninety nine. He probably has like two pairs of fucking clothes. Yeah, you know right, I mean? right. <laughs> like, and and nobody like like dude, you're dead. Like you get blood in your mouth, you're probably gonna die oh, of yeah. something. Like Hell everybody yeah. had syphilis and shit. Exactly. Like, all right. <laughs> so he finds the horseman's stash spot of every head that he has decapitated. I was a fucking. And we crazy find out it's like way more than four or five people. Oh, There's like a yeah. dozen heads in couple there. Couple dozen. Couple couple heads in there. Okay, so. We uh we see that he finds the stash spot, and then I think he discovers that like the uh the horseman's grave has been tampered with. He's like, mm-hmm. there's a sword here. The soil has been moved about. Yep. He digs up the horseman's grave, and what does he find missing? The horseman's head. Yep. So we find out that the horseman's motivation this whole time is to get his own head back, and that's why he's lopping off heads over and over and over again. On this like ongoing revenge story, basically to make himself whole and to be right. at peace, to go back to hell, kind of. That's what uh, that's what killed me the whole yeah. time. Like he's looking for his head to return back to hell. It's like, yeah. why would you want that? Like, yeah. I don't. Well, he's understand. probably a beast in hell, dude. Probably. He's kind of a warrior. Like he's probably right. like doing okay in hell. Yeah, probably dude, got mad bitches. Dude, in hell. when people come, when new, when new people come to hell, he's like. I don't know if you know this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Right now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, hey, yo, fresh meat. Dude, you know, he's like, I used to sharpen my teeth before that shit was cool. Dude, before when new Manson. people come to hell, the horseman's like, hold my pocket, bitch. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I'm gonna walk you around real quick. 
fucking find out. <laughs> All right, so so we discover that um, he's uh, he actually lives sort of beneath the tree. They see the tree start to move, and in a really cool visual aesthetic, you see like a, a fucking hoof come out and you like it like things start to get still and fog rolls in and you see a hoof come out and the the horseman launches out of the base of the tree and he kind of like looks at them and he's like y'all ain't even want the smoke right now like i'm on a mission and he just gallops towards the city the village rather and then he goes after the uh the ginger midwife and his and her family oh yeah and this is where shit gets fucked up yeah like if you thought the movie was gruesome before this is where shit starts to go off so, uh, Brom and his homies are, like, sort of making their rounds, doing, like, a perimeter check around the village. They hear the galloping, and they're, like, outside skirts of the village, and, uh, the horsemen, you, you, you cut to, it's, it's the midwife, her husband, and a little kid who's adorable as fuck. Oh, yeah. And no, there's, absolutely. like, what's, what's, like, the, the 18th century version of, like, a disco ball? There's, like, that little thing that he lights. It's, like, a metal cylinder oh, that spins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it lets, like, uh, so the candles in the middle. Yeah. Like, this tin thing that has, like, uh, cuts of, like, different, like, uh, dragons and mystical mm-hmm. creatures. Yeah, and it yeah. kind of spins and it, it silhouettes onto the wall. Yeah, so it's, you just... it's like 18th century TV, basically. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they, they spin it and all the images are projected and you fall on the wall. To it. Yeah, yeah. It looks and like it's super cool. Super cool. Not when, a, like, headless horsemen's beating your fucking door in, ready to fucking kill mom and dad, yeah. though. Not then even... it's fucking terrifying. And you're just praying. For any god out there to help. <laughs> Dude, just giving away your position like a motherfucker. Right. <laughs> so yeah. so they're, they have this really touching moment. They're basically about to tuck homeboy into bed. And at the door, boom, horseman kicks their shit yeah, in. And he's like, yo, I'm here to go. Yeah. And he's bro, not no, wielding his no sword. No warrant either. None. Yeah, no bro. warrant. No warrant. He came no. in there like Denzel in training day. Yeah, Macy exactly. Gray smoking that cigarette like, <laughs> I want to see that warrant. He was like, nah, fuck that. I'm yeah. coming into this house. Try yeah. to say goodbye and not choke. <laughs> <laughs> get my stumble. <laughs> it's clear. <laughs> I fall over when you are not here. <laughs> Let's just sing her whole album. I love uh, Macy I love Gray. Macy kind of Gray, fun, yeah. dude. She sang that song in Spider-Man but, 1. Baby, I know, I know you, you had, had a bad day. day. And you are so mad at me. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Doesn't mean the, we the pumpkin bomb was like, bro, bro. dude, just, all those motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, that was a great scene. Great scene. All right, so uh, horseman kicks in the door like he's the goddamn police, oh, and he's not wielding his sword anymore. He's dual wielding axes, and this man's is nice with and axes. He is cold. <laughs> oh, this motherfucker! Like that was his first weapon of choice. He's like sword. It was because I only could find that. Yeah. He was like, y'all fucking left some axes out. Yeah. And I'm here for it. Well, you know what it is? It's about the dexterity. He's like, the sword is like, if I'm in cavalry mode on my horse, you can sweep down. You can. But he's like, we're melee style now. We're like, let's fucking square up, bro. And he has two axes. And this dude knows how to use them. This is some of the... And I just want to say, shout out to whoever did the fight choreography for this whole movie. Fucking wild. Because when the horseman goes toe-to-toe with somebody with these axes or a sword, it is entertaining and a captivating fucking fight, man. It's nuts. So... They uh, must have casted a fucking Viking or something yeah, like that. Yeah, for real. This for real. Just like, yeah, they just caught a guy who was just by the Baltic Sea sharpening an axe. Yeah. They're like, him. That dude that right there. Right that guy there. kills his dinner every night. <laughs> we need that dude. <laughs> right. Uh, so so he uh, he kicks in the door. Of course, the husband comes to the defense first, puts the, the wife and the kid away. 
she puts the kid under the floorboards through this like little secret thing or whatever and she's like you know you'll be safe here don't make a peep basically and you know the the husband did the honorable thing fought as hard as he could but he gets he it's a it's a Tyler versus mcgregor again situation yeah. where he's like the the horseman's basically toying with him he's like blocking shit and then he kind of gets him he has like one move over him and then he just lops his head off with one axe against like the chimney mantle and shit it's, really? just, it's kind yeah. of a good thing that he died because if you're a child and you're seeing your wife I mean, like, if you're that dude and your wife and your son are seeing you get pieced up like that, it's like, you know, the headless horseman's your dad now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, bro, your wife ain't ever going to respect you. No. Your son no. will never respect nope. you. If ever you play catch with your son, he's going to throw heaters at you all day to challenge right. your ass. You know what I'm saying? And then his wife saw yeah. that the horseman was, was like, what's up? And then you just start blowing her back out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right in front of him. Cucking yeah. him at. Cucking <laughs> right, him. Right. Straight cuckold, like, dude. Charles, take the trash out. He's like, bitch ass, before I call that horseman again, <laughs> you take the fucking trash out. I ain't fucking playing with you. He's like, you know what? Give me that fucking trash, little punk ass kid. <laughs> but okay, so the dad gets uh, dispatched real easy. And we learn that basically all of the horseman's blades have that hellfire because he lops his head off and you can see that his axe is like steaming afterwards. Yep. It's actually a really cool effect. Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice touch. Yeah, it, it's like little little details like that. I really I like appreciate that. I in the appreciate movie. That. Yeah. Uh, so the the wife is in the is in the room Corner. and she's like she's like huh, Fuck. all scared right. and like the cool thing about that spinny cylindrical thing is that like it's just spinning around the room the whole time yeah. and it's dark and it's light and it's dark and it's light and then you just hear him getting closer and closer to her and then you hear her scream and you know what the business is dog. Yeah. When the fucking head rolls across the floor yeah. and the eyes look through the fucking boards right. and the little boys looking up, yeah. I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought the horseman was a savage before. <laughs> it's about to get even worse. Shit. So... And she thought she she kind of had that look on her face. She was like, "He's not gonna kill me. I'm a lady." And yeah, yeah. Like, Bitch, everybody gets it. <laughs> everybody fucking gets it. This axe is rated E for everyone, oh, bitch. God. You're getting it too. And and I mean everyone. He's like, "I, you think I spent the whole morning sharpening this bitch just yeah. for him?" Yeah, bro. Oh, I've no. been in that tree all day, just waiting, just waiting. So uh, uh so he kills the wife, uh, the 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 midwife. I forget her name. Her head rolls and her eyes look directly down at her son and her son looks up through the floorboards and you can just see her mother, his mother's decapitated head looking at him and then he grabs it <laughs> and he's like, this is mine. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Throw it in the bag. <sighs> just another one bites the dust, right? Yeah. And, uh, and then he starts walking away and you just hear like the, the, the loud steps on the floorboard yeah. and the little kid is just like. Uh, uh, all hidden down there he's like he maybe he won't hear me maybe he won't hear me and he (laughs) (laughs) and then the the horseman gets to the door and you think the kid's gonna be okay and then the horseman was like psych you think this shit's a game (laughs) he takes his axe and he just starts slashing down at the wood just like chipping it away oh there was so much energy too because like what i loved about it was it's not like where he just grabs him and yeah. then he pulls him out. No, no this motherfucker put in the work. Like, yeah. This little motherfucker he chopped is through mine. the whole floor. <laughs> yeah. It was like, bark, bark. and the kid is just like, ah, ah. Just and he just grabs him. And you think, first. you think it's going to be sweet. Yeah. And then just, then we cut to Brahm and the homies. Yep. They turn, they hear screaming and then cut back to 
the house and you just see the the horseman stuffing a child's head into his bag. Just He's like, I took that motherfucker out too. I'll take your, I don't give a fuck who's yeah. in here. That's what I was like, the horseman ain't playing. He's just like, dude, if they had a family dog, yeah. him too. I'll wipe that motherfucker out. The gerbil will get it. <laughs> gerbil could get it. The, the children's play toys, the dolls could get it. I'm taking every head of this motherfucker. Barbie, Ken, G.I. Joe. Head of lettuce. That shit's coming home, just too. Rolling. Rolling. <laughs> but it was that moment I was like, oh, damn, the horseman really ain't playing. He that killed dude. a child for no reason. Literally. Just killed it, that whole family. And then uh, and then Brahm is like, oh, hell no. So him and the homies ride back to, that, uh, to fight I him off. I, I love about like his... Him and the crew too. Yeah, because there's loving always- the crew, <laughs> loving the crew. Oh, he's like in movies. There's always like that group of dudes who's like, we're gonna take care of, the- we're gonna hold the neighborhood down. Yeah, as long as there's no minorities in our neighborhood, <laughs> we'll let those guys go, and then the rest of the whites mm-hmm. will watch out for them. Dude, wouldn't it be crazy if the headless horseman was just missing his dickhead? And, <laughs> and he went around chopping off dudes' dickheads. Oh my god, that's a movie Lorena, I would watch. Just a real Lorena Bobbitt type film. Yeah. yeah, we gotta write Tim Burton about that shit. That would be right. so funny. Just okay. Here's a spin though. It's just the dickhead. <laughs> he's like, damn. It's the tip. I like that. You just Get, call him. Johnny. Right. He's just in a cabin trying to. God, this one's just not it. This one's too big. This, this, one, this one's too pink. This shit looks like fucking my my dick looks like a fucking asparagus head. What the fuck is this? All right, so uh, so so Brom and the homies, uh, basically ride back into the village, and they want to you know they want to take this motherfucker out for good, and Brom has like the biggest gun I've ever seen. And it's like one of those guns where like you shoot it and it takes like five minutes to reload. Yeah, dude. He's like, he's like, hold up, let me powder my gun. <laughs> well, he has it loaded and he's on horseback and he's like, boom, shoots him. And he he's a marksman. He got him right in the center chest. Mm-hmm. Horseman falls down and he starts walking up all cocky like, like I just took this motherfucker out. I'm yeah. cool as shit. And then the horseman does he he Michael Myers that shit from the hip. It's just like. <laughs> just comes right back up and Brown's like oh shit God and he like mounts it. his gun he starts loading gunpowder in it and shit he's like oh I fucked up <laughs> and really, then, really you only get one shot with those guns yeah you get one shot before you got and out. there was no head to shoot at so he's like what the fuck am I doing here that's all happening and by this time Ichabod has made it back into town he sees the conflict happening he sees Bronze about to get pieced up like old girl in the parking lot and and and, 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 and fucking Johnny is like oh let me see these like these hay scythes or whatever the fuck there's like one on a stick and there's like some they're just i don't know just these old blades and it ends up being kind of like a really cool 2v1 where it's brahm with like uh with a dagger and i think one of those scythes and then uh ichabod has like a scythe on a stick sort of and they're both fighting the horseman who's dual wielding his axes and shit and he's just like blocking everything he's like, it's bitch i take them on six at a time yeah bro you dude. thought you two weak ass pussies were that motherfucker was so? batman arkham asylum <laughs> comboing just like <laughs> just chaining fucking combos like, on yeah. motherfuckers and and then ichabod has some sense and he's like we cannot win this yeah uh, like that he like gets him in the back and he's like trying to get it out of his back and while they have a second they run through this bridge and and they run through the bridge and they turn back to where the fight was happening and the horseman's gone but they're almost to safety kind of and then they start to hear his steps and it's just like getting closer and closer and closer and closer and then he drops down from the the roof of the bridge and basically batman's their shit from the other side stabs ichabod right in the heart and then he and homie go at it again 
And well, he stabs him in the heart and launches him over himself. He like flips him like a goddamn pancake over his his own body. I bet you there was men back then who could do shit like that, bro. They were just farmers who just turned into like like they didn't have rules on how they had to train soldiers back then. Right. So these dudes are probably just like bench in five hundred, had the strength of a hundred men. Yeah. And it's just like Dude, they'll just rip your dick off and shove it in your yeah. mouth, move on to the next opponent. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> he fucking skewered it about like one of them uh, bacon wrapped water chestnuts. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah, he's like, shit, bro. Like, get this appetizer out my face, bro. Dude, and you know what's crazy? He won't even think about that tonight. He's like, dude, you know how yeah. many men I've killed in my life? Right. That wasn't even shit. You got off light, fancy yeah, exactly, boy. Fuck exactly. out of here. Uh, but anyway, so he, he skewers it about, throws him over his shoulder, and then he just proceeds to piece up Ron. And, and Brahm is fighting as best he can, but he has, like, one weapon at this point, and the horseman is just that motherfucker. And now he has his sword and an axe, and he gets him in this really sweet combo where Brahm is just arms up and, like, dispatched and useless, and then he just hits him with that double double blade across oh, the stomach yeah. and cuts right him in half. half. Just, just and just boom, whole God. torso done. I don't want your head. No, yeah, yeah. And what was crazy, like, of the horseman... Didn't even want no smoke with him. That's right. That's a good point. Like, yeah, he was just like, dude, he's not even after us. He's like, I got him. Just like, bro, pride yeah. comes before the fall, bro. Yeah, he goes, he's like, he's like, he's not even after you. Yeah. Because the horseman, we later find out, is kind of on missions every controlled, night. Controlled, yeah. And he he accomplished the one mission that he had to do, which was take out that whole ginger family. Yep. Including little mini Ginge took yeah. the whole squad out, and is like, "Yo, I'm just trying to go back to the crib, smoke up, play some PS4 <laughs> with the boys, you know." No stone unturned, but after that, you know, yeah. I'm a cool guy. Yeah. Actually, I go to the bar, yeah. I, you know. I like to unwind. I put my pants on one leg at a time, just like y'all. It's just business. I just, you know, I yeah. keep the lights on, just on the is. table, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't judge me. Yeah. You punch me, I bleed. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's Spider Man too. Spider Man. Oh. Is it two or three? I yeah, don't I think know. it is two. Dude, so yeah. punch Because he's not Spider Man anymore. He's not Spider Man yeah. anymore for like a couple weeks. He's like, punch me, I bleed. <laughs> oh my god, Toby! I love Toby. He's my favorite Spider Man. Yeah. Dude, do you remember what he says? <laughs> he's like, oh boy, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's in the first one, I think. Yeah. That's in the first yeah, one. Oh boy, one. Yeah. boy, yeah. God damn, <laughs> oh, god. Toby. <laughs> Shit. Bro, I wish I wish Tobey Maguire would have been in this movie. That, that would have been, you would have stayed awake the whole fucking time, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, no shit. But okay, so Braun Brom gets killed. Uh, bridge fight, and uh, Ichabod is distraught once again because the horseman he just goes back to the crib as he just wanted to do. And Ichabod has a longer nightmare, and we get a little more context as to why he is about science and reason versus like. I don't know, religious feeling and, and religion uh, and belief. supernatural. Yeah, all that shit. Yeah. So it turns out that, uh, as we suspected before, based off of his flashback, that Ichabod's mother dabbled in the dark arts a little bit. But he she also, was kind of like a good witch, actually. She was well, she yeah, was kind of nice. At the Magic. beginning of the movie, you see Ichabod has like holes on his hands. Yeah, yes. punctures. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you don't mm-hmm. know. You're like, what the fuck is that? Right, and it's not explained it's why. Like, you, ever, you ever jerk off a porcupine? <laughs> <laughs> Shit can get wild. Right. <laughs> um, but so there was that figure in the last one that we learned later after the stream. I'll just kind of wrap up the next 10 minutes of the movie. Ichabod uh, sees that his mother has been basically tortured to death and put in what I believe is referred to as the Iron Maiden. Correct. Yeah. Correct. It's that yeah. that that basically uh, 
it's like a pharaohs buried in sarcophagus sarcophagus yeah <laughs> it's, it's an esophagus, it's an esophagus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's got spikes on on both so like when you close someone in they're just completely yeah impaled they're in impaled yeah. in every direction yeah and and any any possible place that you can be impaled they're just like death Ugh. by a thousand cuts so ichabod is kind of being like in a weird way lured into this torture chamber basically that is his father's who is like a religious fucking zealot so like anything having to do with witchcraft he's like i need to help your mom and get these demons out of her by killing her and like saving her soul so his father thought he was doing the right thing but he was just committing murder and now ichabod sees the iron maiden open and his mother's body just falls out and like an ocean Ocean of of blood blood. just like and then he he's like ah and he falls back onto the the spiky chair yep i don't even know what that would be called but dude Spike. that's just called the spiky chair the spiky, <laughs> the spiky chair but yeah. so that's that's where those uh come I, from i was kind of like um when i had first seen that movie back like when i was a kid in 99 what would i be like eight years old dude i was like obsessed i'm like what was that mm. what was that thing yeah like i was just like and then all of a sudden yeah like seeing it was just like and then like i became obsessed with it i was just like how do you even put somebody in there? Psycho ass little boy. Yeah, Swear. for real. Right. Because like I feel like you would have to put someone into spikes right. on the back Push and then shut it, slam it close. You kind of yeah. just have to like hold them there, like yeah, like, like, like the freezer and, when it's and then too you cold. Take your hand. <laughs> like yeah, when you stuff like, too like many bags of frozen. To, yeah. <laughs> when, the, when the pizza's trying to slide yeah. down the slope, and you're like, oh god, bitch! Yeah. Oh, god. It's like two pounds of meat. Yeah. Next literally. person who opens it is gonna get their fucking foot broken. Just have to catch everything <laughs> as it's falling just, out. Oh. Dude, I remember I was just like, what was that? Yeah. Like that was just like. I was like, this is fuck. And I thought it was weird because I would think about it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And then it actually, that contraption shows up on the movie Shrek. Oh, does it? Yeah. For like a second. Nobody gets, they don't obviously put anybody in it. Mm -hmm. But in like Lord Farquaad's like dungeon, he has one there. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. He's got one too. That's from Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. 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 Literally. (laughs) Kind of crazy, but uh, but back yeah, back to it though. Uh, okay, yeah. so so then he wakes up and Katrina's there. She's basically been watching him all night, looking over him to making sure that he was okay. I think that's like at this point. Titty's still going crazy. <laughs> Titty, Titty's still on ten. Titty's still looking scrum diddly. I'm just no biggie. <laughs> like, about wakes up. He's like, oh, Titty's bet. <laughs> um. Anyway, so here's this fucked up thing that happened with me and my mom and dad, and we learned that that's why. He is not about uh, belief and religion. He's more about science and region or religion, reason. Sorry, science and reason. Because his mother, who was about belief and supernatural, was murked by his father, who was also about religious and belief and all that kind of bullshit. So he's like, like dog, fuck all of that, that. Yeah, it's like dog. Doesn't that fall into the same fucking? You're just magic on the other side of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> both of them are. Yeah, yeah. they're just and, well, like, and he's like, on the side. The, like, right. yo. Let's fucking think this through, kind of. It's like, dude, people being risen from the dead, they better be Jesus. Because if they're not, <laughs> yeah. you're going in this metal box, bitch. <laughs> I'll murder my own wife, son. Yeah. The, the mother of my child. Dude. She can get it, too. Slain. Um, okay. So, something... Uh, oh, oh, I got a note here. Ichabod spits game. And this is, this is immediately following Brom getting cut in half. Hamburger style. You yeah. know, it's like, whapped... And he wakes up and he's like, basically to Katrina, are you sure you don't have a little witch in you? Because you've you bewitched, bewitched me. me. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. He's been like, some game, bro. Yeah. Wait, 
Was Brom her man? Yeah. Yeah. Was. Yeah. Was. Yeah. He's Shit. dead as fuck he was now. Like, hey, y'all still together? Yeah. <laughs> That's the funny thing. He says basically that he's like, I feel so bad. So soon, like your your Brom fought so bravely, and now he's perished or whatever. And I talk of kisses and, and yeah. all this shit. Like, and he's like, well, you bewitched me. Basically, spitting game as soon as Brom is dead. So that right. whole Brom thing, you over that? Yeah, <laughs> that's like y'all weren't that serious, right? Like, you know, I just want to know what you want, like what you doing later? Yeah, or yeah. You like, talk about like, it or like how y'all doing? You know, like, how right. you, how you doing? I got <laughs> I got some weed back at the crib. Yeah, yes, I got <laughs> weed back go. at the crib. I got a real nice vintage. Uh, it's a '67, you know, <laughs> 1767. That is, yeah. uh, you know, I've just been, you know, I've been waiting for the right situation to pop it open i was just wondering you know i noticed that you noticing me <laughs> noticing you you know and homie's out the picture now <laughs> you know so like we're gonna do this and i respected him he was a good dude or whatever but he's yeah. like you know he gone yeah i mean whatever. i'm just saying i don't want to point fingers but like he died in the fight and i didn't you, you know, know what i mean saying? so it's like who's a better man i just right. always i just always thought that you deserve better. Yeah. <laughs> he's known him for two days. He's like, he's just like hey. I can just see that that wasn't going to work out. He's like, out. hey, hey, um, can I be real vulnerable with <laughs> She's like, yeah, you can tell me anything. Yeah. Look at ass. Just he should have never treated you like that. Yeah, for real. Okay. So Ichabod spits his game. And then uh, I think some time passes and Ichabod starts to, a light bulb goes off. I didn't take a note as to why, but he starts to build a conspiracy. He's like, hold up. This person died. This person died. They're intertwining with this person. There's something bigger going on here. Katrina is kind of sus in this scene for no reason other than that they paint her narratively to be sus because Ichabod's like, you know, I kind of think I kind of think your dad was behind all this shit. Like your dad was like, he's like, hey, uh, why are your titties out all the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're trying to like honey dick me right now. <laughs> trying to honey dick me? Yeah, because I'm falling for it. But so he's he's basically like running this theory in his head aloud. And this ends up being like a joke later. But he's like, he's like conspiracy leads Van Garrett or whatever the yeah. fuck. And he's like writing all this shit down. Just just nonlinear notes in a book. And uh, and then he he's like kind of explaining this to Katrina and she's acting a little suspicious. And then cut to like another night. And uh, there's a woman I'm sorry, Masbeth, young Masbeth, his sidekick, and Ichabod are sitting in his room that night, kind of going over the theory. And he's kind of doing that thing that Charlie in, in It's Always Sunny, where there's like all this shit on the floor, and he's like, this. <laughs> and he's and pointing this. at it. Yeah, he's like, this and this and this. What's and this. his he's, name? Pepe Silvio or something? Pepe, Pepe Silvio, yeah. <laughs> so he's, he's basically doing a Pepe Silvio moment where he's tying all this shit together. And then they hear some creaking. It's late at night. And they hear a woman leaving the the dwelling that they're staying in. I don't know if it's like a hotel or motel, whatever the fuck it is, what they would refer to it as. And it's a hooded woman. And uh, him and Masbeth follow this woman out into the woods. And uh, it turns out to be Lady, Lady Van Tessel, who is Katrina's stepmother, who is the, the new wife of Dumbledore, basically. She's out in the woods fucking somebody dude she's getting her shit tossed out dude there. she's Same. getting she's getting the business out on the out in the leaves you know she's like doing some some witchy shit she's like some cutting her hair open yeah it's all fucked oh sorry i totally missed a pivotal moment where ichabod confronts the notary the old guy oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he confronts him he's just like the will's been open yeah because yeah. he knows he's put it all together and he's yeah. like basically 
Van Garrett put everything in his will to Van Tussle. Van, Van yeah, Van Tassel or next of kin. Right. If everybody basically is dead, right. I think, and then it was going to all go to Van Tassel, which is, uh, yeah, which would go to Katrina eventually. So, if if all these people get murked, essentially, it's going to make its way down to Katrina Van Tassel, mm-hmm. who is Christina Ricci, and Lady Van Tassel, the stepmother, is not having that shit because she wants it all for herself, and we end up finding out that she has been behind it the whole time. But not before this awesome scene where uh, after the notary, after Ichabod confronts the notary, the notary hangs himself out of guilt. And we learn that all four of these people were basically a patsy in this like will tampering thing all to exchange fortune and all this kind of shit. And then it all goes down at the church. There's like a town meeting and Van Tassel, who is kind of painted as the villain, Dumbledore, is painted as the villain for like 10 minutes of the movie. He's like, everybody needs to get to the the fucking church. We're going to have a town meeting. Ichabod, you should get the fuck out of here. Because this probably isn't going to go good for you. And you think he wants him out of the town because Ichabod is going to expose him. Because Ichabod suspects him the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Mm. then uh, the horseman shows up. And and, uh, fucking Ferris Bueller's principal is is in there with Van Tassel and he's like why should we die for your sins and all this kind of shit because he still thinks that it's it's him you know whatever and there's all these guys in the church shooting at the horsemen Ichabod's in the church Christina Ricci's in the church she's making a fucking spell on the floor or something and the horseman is just doing rounds and everyone's shooting at him they're not doing anything there's like internal conflict going on in the church with the townspeople and uh, Van Tassel starts to make his way up the stairs and he's like there is conspiracy here, conspiracy. and we will find it. I will snuff it out. And he actually ends up being a good guy. Yeah. He was a totally innocent dude the whole time. But all the while, the horseman, who cannot enter the church, breaks off a fucking fence post, ties it to some so rope, and makes a harpoon. And just fucking dude and- is like at the top of the church, <clears throat> like the chapel. There's like a beautiful stained glass crucifix in the in the window and he's standing there like i will get down to the bottom of it and then boom Boom. homie gets impaled with like a three foot fence post and then gets lured the fuck back out of the window like he was trying to pull moby dick yeah dude he harpooned his ass swear to god pulls him out and then he uh he starts dragging him away from the church poor van tassel who's just been innocent this whole fucking time is getting dragged out of this church via a harpoon basically in his chest just dying immediately but he's getting pulled and pulled and pulled gets stuck in a fence and there the horseman is like yo i can't cross this fence but my sword can and and his fucking just lops his head off from the ground sheathes his shit and basically is like what's good yeah exactly (laughs) did you fucking thought yeah the little fence was gonna do it for me yeah i still got your boy for real all right so precision so at that point yeah right like, right like you, what like oh after you die all of a sudden you just have the most precise fucking throw <laughs> yeah. better than olympian athletes and yeah shit. and that's fucking like a square insane. shaped fence post bro. like how could he even grip that properly to like really throw it he probably put a little spiral on it bro i'm telling you got him tom brady fucking whipped it through the goddamn window yeah dude just you didn't even see it fucking coming so much like hocus pocus we think this is kind of the end of the movie. Right. So this happens. All the suspected conspirators are dead. And Christina Ricci had this spell circle on the ground. 
and Ichabod chalks it up to her being possessed and maybe she was behind the scenes the whole time pulling the strings of all these people because she was possessed by a demon. She did give him a book earlier yeah. in the movie. She book. did. A, a book of spells. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like cantations and shit and like recipes and stuff. That's a good That's a good point out. I totally bold forgot about that. Bold move in that time. Real bold move to hand somebody a witch book. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you trying to be, you trying to get roasted yeah, out here? Right. He's like, Hey, girl, what the hey, fuck? Hey, don't be bringing this shit on shit. me, bro. I don't like, believe in this shit. I'm already the new guy. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but they will burn you at a fucking stake for this book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit. Okay, so the next day, Ichabod thinks it's all concluded. He chalks it up to her being possessed. He is speaking with uh, Masbeth as as his stagecoach is pulling up. Basically, his story's done. He's like, I solved the crime. It was a person the whole time, just like I fucking thought. And y'all are going to learn that it was, this is like the evils of people. And he, I wrote down the quote because it was an excellent quote. He says to, to Masbeth, who is still like, you're just going to leave. Like, are you sure? Like, are, how are you just going to blame her? But she was good, you know? And he says, uh, it's a hard lesson that you must learn in a hard world. Young Masbeth, he says, villainy wears many masks, none so dangerous as the mask of virtue. And I thought that line was great. That's He's fine. like, none even so dangerous as the mask. Of them titties. <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the lesson. He's like, titties will get you. The titties will always win. Yeah, every single time. But okay. So he's leaving. And and there's something that he puts together. Oh, I remember. He sees uh, uh, Dumbledore as he's like running to the church. I also skipped over this part. This is a pretty important part. Lady Van Tessel is like picking flowers or whatever. And the horseman comes up to her. Homie dips out. And he's like, Van Tessel's been murdered. And then the whole church scene happens. And then yeah. he gets impaled and then decapitated and shit. Because she confronts Ichabon and she's just like, I know what you see. You seen me last night. Exactly. I seen that. Don't be saying no shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, swear to me. Yeah, Holy she's shit. like, I know you saw me fucking, homie, you know in the saying? in the woods. Don't say anything. Shit, but we kinky. We yeah, yeah. He he's shit, a little, his he dick shit, don't yeah. work anymore. Right, you know right. what I mean? <laughs> he's shit in my purse later on that night. He's weird. We're weird. We're real weird. <laughs> and and he, he's like, whoa. whoa. I know it's 1799, but what the fuck? It's like, lady, you're... you're in a, <laughs> I didn't even see that part. <laughs> <laughs> Dude's just kicking himself in the ass. He's like, that'd have been tight. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, okay. So, it turns out... Lady Van Tessel was the villain the whole time, right? Ichabod puts it together. He's like, wait a minute. Who stands to gain the most out of all this when it's all said and done? And it's Lady Van Tessel. And then there's this whole exposition of Van Tessel saying, I'm actually Lady Archer. This is a revenge plot to take everything Van Garrett and the Van Tessels have taken from us because her and her family were evicted. And it was just her and her sister left to fend for themselves in the woods. Cut to the scene where they show... uh, they, they show the flashback of the horseman, like, in battle and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's running away when the horseman gets killed. Like, his real body gets killed. There's the two little girls. And, and he's like, shh. Yeah. And she goes, snap. snap. <laughs> and I, just, I fucking died laughing when I, I like, saw that. That was a bitch move. Yeah, he's like, you little bitch. Now I'm going to die. Yeah. So it turns out those two were Lady Archer and her sister, who was the witch in the fucking nook. That oh, was her yeah. sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just been living this this woodland witch life, and uh, so after that, the uh, lady archer sends the horseman after Katrina because Katrina is the last person to gain from the will. So Katrina is the last piece of the puzzle that needs to get killed, and then if she gets killed, everything is left to Lady 
uh, Van Tressel slash Archer. Then the horseman goes after her. There's this epic stagecoach fight as they're like trying to make their way to the the Tree of the Dead, I yep. believe. There's like this awesome windmill scene where yep. like the windmill gets set on fire. They, they, they come out of it or whatever the fuck. And it all culminates back to the Tree of Dead. And it turns out Lady Van Tressel has the head of the horseman. So she is the one who's controlling him the yep. whole time. She's been saying spells and and bringing him to, to life to go basically go on these murder missions to exact revenge uh, on these people that she's wanted to do this, this entire time. And uh, so it comes down to her, Ichabod, Masbeth, the horseman. Uh, the horseman is coming to kill Katrina and she has her like in her grasp or whatever. And he's like, she's right here. Fucking take her head. And then this all goes to me. And then Johnny Depp or Ichabod rather sees that there's a satchel on the horse with the headless horseman's head in it. And he straight up Warren saps her ass off of that fucking yep. horse. Just leap tackles her <laughs> off of the horse and then takes it. And then basically the horseman uh, puts his head back on. Kind of like he's like, it like comes back to life. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, it was really cool. So Christopher Walken walk is back. You see all his filed teeth and his bright blue eyes. And he's really fucking crazy. And Anybody know where I can get a good uh, smoked salmon around here, around these pots? Huh? Yeah. I'm just wondering, you know, I'm a little wow. confused myself. And, 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 and wow, yeah, crazy, huh? <laughs> well, look where we're at, you know? That's just what it comes down to, I guess. Like, I didn't want to do you all know, of this. Uh, what you got to do is you got to take a, a free-range chicken, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do walking. Like, I wish I could do walking. And man. your father, he... He held on to this watch in his ass. Yeah. Well, the only place they wouldn't find it. In my ass. I'll believe that last one. <laughs> but right, yeah. so Christopher Walken, he's like, yo, it's me. Uh, I'm here. And he has his head back. And now Lady can't control him anymore. Yeah. He has no beef with anybody. He's like, I didn't want any of this smoke at all. Yeah. She's been making me do this because I need my head to go back to hell. Right. So he has his head and he's like, he walks up to her, or rather rides over to her, because his steed has caught up to him now after this crazy crazy stage coach fight, which was awesome, too. Uh, but for the sake of time, I just sort of skipped that one. Uh, picks her up, and he's like, oh, you're going to come to hell with me. You thought it was sweet. You thought you were going to yeah. have all this fortune. And he takes her onto his horse, and he's like, Hyah! and then he just rides back right into, into hell, hell right through the that tree. Cool scene. And then all the clouds clear. It's like a beautiful day in Sleepy Hollow. The trees are blooming. The sheep are running about in the sun. It's it's awesome. Every everything bad is done, and Ichabod, Katrina, and Masbeth go back to New York, where they all live happily ever after. Nice the ra- reason why Ichabod goes back to Sleepy Hollow is because he looks through that spell book, and he sees that the spell that she was doing was well, an yes. evil eye. Yes, and that she was trying to protect right him him yeah right 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 exactly mm-hmm. yeah and at the same time she was she did the same spell uh on the floor of the church and she was trying to protect all of them from evil spirits and pro- trying to protect him for his entirety of his stay that he was there so he yeah he realizes that like oh shit it wasn't her she was good he notices the body she she pulls a switcheroo on the body mm-hmm. she's like oh you thought i got killed but really i decapitated the servant who was useless she ended up serving a purpose after all. And yeah. then she slit her hand and made it seem like it was her corpse. So everyone thought Lady Van Tressel was dead, uh, which wouldn't make any sense. Because if they thought she was dead, how would she get everything in the will if they thought that she was she actually dead? Out. She's like, surprise, bitch. Yeah, I guess. I'm back. <laughs> I guess. Right. And if they, they gave her any guff, she would just send the horseman after them, probably. Right, basically. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that's how the movie wraps. 
So right now, story of conspiracy. I mean, all concluded. For right now, I'm gonna give the movie six out of ten pumpkins, only because I, I fell asleep a few times and missed the context of a lot of the scenes. I yeah. saw a lot of the scenes, yeah, but I was yeah. just so tired, and I was like. Damn, this movie's dark I'm, as hell. I'm looking at Marco's notes right now. He gave it uh, a 6 out of 10 pumpkins, but he gave Christina Ricci's titties a 10 out of 10. Dude, yeah. I give Christina Ricci's titties 10 out of 10 pumpkins and a summer squash. Because <laughs> those handful of candy crazy. corn, bro. <laughs> but next week, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rewatch it. And then next week when we do our next movie, I, I will reevaluate and give it a new score next week. But okay. right now, it's sitting, it's sitting out of... At six out of ten pumpkins. Okay, that's cool. That's over five hundred. Yeah, give it to her. Dude, and with that's an straight. average with Christina Ricci's titties, I think that's eight out of ten pumpkins. Yeah, and, and I gave Hocus Pocus a twelve out of ten because yeah. of because of Sarah Jessica Parker's tits. So like, you could do that too. That's mm. totally fine. Um, I will give it. I felt like I was a little gracious towards Hocus Pocus, and I think that was childhood nostalgia that ended up me giving it like a ten or twelve out of whatever the that's fuck. False. But I, I would I would give it a ten out of ten. I'm not saying that. I just I gave it a twelve out of ten. That's kind of unfair. Yeah. But realistically, as a, as a film and like as I enjoyed this movie and watching it and like enjoying the story and the visual aspect of it, I'll give this one like a like I'll say eight and a half, nine pumpkins for sure. Yeah. Like confidently. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably give it eight and a half. Eight and a half. That, that was a good movie. Dude, I that like shit fucked. Like, it kind of ran right. a little long. I will say that. Oh, it was yeah. it was over two hours. I'm pretty sure. That was a big thing, too. I was like, damn, this movie's long 106 as hell. minutes. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. That's not even two hours then. Maybe I got it fucked up. Yeah. I don't know. There wasn't a lot of fat in the movie to be trimmed. Well, yeah, 146 minutes. Okay, so it was a little over two hours. One hour, 46 minutes. I'm sorry, I can't read. (laughs) (laughs) Should I read it just to confirm what it is? If you want to. (laughs) No, No, it's like an hour and 46. Okay. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of fat to be trimmed, but like I could totally see... Because it happened to me. Like, I rented it two nights ago and I fell asleep. Like, I get it. That's why I had to rewatch it again. Mm. And today I rewatch it in its entirety... And was like, I'm I'm glad I took in the last two nights because there were moments in the beginning that stuck out that yeah. stood out to me, like the homie falling in that that fucking iron pit where there's like, yeah. uh, he's a thief, <laughs> and he's just like, I toss wish him. He's like, they would take, I wish they would take that movie, and the only thing I wish they could like change about it is when that witch takes off her veil and she kind of has like that Ooh. silly fucking ghosty face, Beetlejuice like yeah, uh, effects, it was yeah. Just like, Another Tim Burton joint. Yep. Yeah, 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 exactly. Mm. So, but there was like an eye popping scene. Where it was yeah, like, and it was like, Ooh, it, was it was weird. It was like, come on, like, is this? A, yo, I need three D glasses for this motherfucker, <laughs> real quick. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Sleepy Hollow in three D. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, I I really enjoyed the movie. I, I had a great time watching it, right. and and honestly, like, dude. This might be an annual thing for me. Not like I'm gonna yeah. not sleep on Sleepy Hollow anymore. Do not for I'm real. Telling you, it's always been it's always been a banger. In and my that house. was your suggestion, so thank you. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for watching. That was yours, man. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that a lot. Well, guys. Well, thank you for joining us for another bonus episode, another Freaky Friday. Tune in next week when we will be reviewing some other movie. I believe it's uh, Trick or Treat. Trick I or think treat? we're doing next week. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. This is one of my suggestions, so mm-hmm. don't fall, don't sleep on it. Yeah, I'm you, not, you spearhead next episode. Okay, for sure. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Peace out. Later. Good night, guys. y'all.